and we are live welcome back everybody to checkpoint brought to you by strictly casual your number one show running up all the hottest gaming news stories of the week and discussing all the relevant topics you need to know about i'm one of your hosts vincent desantis today joined by new york city boy james walmer good morning new york it's 11 40 a.m here on the east coast we're having a great morning great james Ryder and I were talking a little bit last week about your move, but, but you weren't here to defend yourself. You know what I mean? Uh, so, so what do we got? Tell the people what's new with you. All right. So we're living here in New York. Uh, Ryder was under the assumption that I was coming back. <laughs> that <laughs> is said, correct. <laughs> he said, oh, Jim, so when are you coming back? And then he realized that I moved here full time. Yes. So what am I doing? Uh, I'm going to grad school at NYU. Uh, NYU Wagner, specifically studying urban planning, get my master's, uh, living out here on the Upper East Side right now. It's a monthly sublet for August, but I'm hopefully going to be moving out to Brooklyn in a couple weeks or else I'm homeless. So, um, so everybody, that's prayers that. up for James. Prayers up for James. Prayers up for James. We're already starting to make friends. I'm going to a Yankees game tomorrow. Great. Uh, I was hanging out on a rooftop with some buds last night. Sure. Uh, it was great view of the city. Trains are great. I love trains. Being able to just read. I bring books with me everywhere. James, you reading a lot reading. right now? I'm reading a lot. What are you reading? I'm reading uh, this book called uh, Jesus for President that talks about um, the political implications of the ministry of Jesus Christ. Interesting. Nice. Yeah. And how about it's not like separate from politics, but it's actually like subversive of a lot of Roman politics at the time. Hmm fascinating like satire almost yeah mm -hmm. interesting well james reading's great reading's great I, I have a newfound love for reading after college where they don't force you to read and wow. i just like pick up a book i've been reading a lot it's been great what are you reading um well the thing that kind of kicked it off was the jason schreier book that i read i was like oh yeah. i actually enjoy reading things that i you know am interested about but mm -hmm. i mean i'm reading a lot of fiction too like the Star Wars High Republic stuff I've been reading. I've been reading a lot of Daredevil comics, which has been cool. Um, I read mm -hmm. Reggie's uh, autobiography, the you know president of Nintendo. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I read Hideo Kojima's uh, book. He re he wrote really. Uh, yeah, I'll send that to you. Actually, I'll just mail that to you because it's really good. I Is think you should good? read it. Yeah, it's cool. Wow, that it's, sounds really great. It's called the Creative Gene. It's really wow. cool. Yeah, but that sounds awesome. There's a lot of. I, I do enjoy reading a lot. I didn't realize how much I kind of like missed reading purely for enjoyment or things that I'm interested about. So, yeah. It's not, I got to talk about one more thing before I move on. Please do. Please and do. And that's the New York pies, the New York pizza pies. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me know. Great. So good. Um, I got the inside scoop. There's a place called Prince's Pizza um, out in the East Village, mm -hmm. right? I went there. Great pie. Actually, I had two pies. I had a margarita pie and I had a pepperoni. It's a square pepperoni pie. Margaritas, some of the best pizza, top tier. This margarita pizza was not good, but the F. pepperoni pie was out of this fucking world. Okay. Yeah. It was so good. And apparently, I was about to go to a place last night that was apparently the original recipe from the guy who it was two guys and one of them broke off and did their thing of Princess Pizza in his village. This is the original dude who sure. did it in, uh, in Brooklyn. Mm hmm. And so we were going to go to that place, but then it closed at nine. So okay. we couldn't go. Well, so it was a pizza-less night last night. But pizza-less night. Mm -hmm. Sad. But that's okay. Very sad. At least you know. You're going to the spots. Overall. Yeah. Overall, had some incredible pizza. Good. I'm so glad. James, I know you probably haven't played any games this week. 
I have. That's what your mom been saying. What have you played? I have. Tell me about it. Because I've been playing Metroid Dread. I'm trying really hard oh, to beat right. Metroid Dread. I still haven't beat it. Yeah. I got my Switch with me. Mm-hmm. If any of you guys got recommendations for great Switch games that really like run well and play well on the Switch, I am itching to play them. That's also a great thing about Subways is Subways, sure. you have more time to play handheld games. I have more of a reason absolutely to play them because it's like i'm commuting probably half an hour to an hour yeah wherever you train, go wherever i go yeah so um i have a good time on the plane to seattle this week um mm-hmm. i played the demo for hyrule warriors um the Mushu yeah. game how was that actually so fun i didn't really have any expectation you like of... show games yeah i guess so i don't really know if i've played yeah. one before but i played this and I was like, this is dope. Each character had like totally different move sets. Audio listeners, you're missing James with his camera, and it's hilarious. James has like this yeah, death awful. stare into it, into the camera as he moves <laughs> it. It's great. Um But yeah, I really enjoyed it. The different characters you play as, the abilities. It it feels a little lazy that it looks exactly like Breath of the Wild. Even the menus and the items that you collect. I'm like, it's just repurposed. Here's the same PNG that moves or whatever. Like, it's kind of silly, but the gameplay was super fun. I really enjoyed it. And it was different enough to where, even though the demo was like, I don't know, a 45 minute demo or something. I was like, great experience with that. It's a pretty good demo. Yeah. Pretty lengthy. Mm-hmm. It was good. Um, but yeah, Metroid Dread, you're almost done. I'm so close, dude. I'm like, I'm right there. Nice. I think I have this last mini boss and then I'm, and then I'm at the final boss. Yeah. Which <sighs> I heard is just so tough. Metroid, Metroid Dread, as like seemingly perfect as it is from a design perspective, it makes me realize how much I dislike certain qualities about those type of Metroidvanias. Mm-hmm. One in particular is when enemies damage you when you run into them simply by like touching them. And yeah, sometimes I like move past an enemy and I'll like just dink the top of their head or something like that and I'll do damage and it's infuriating. Yeah. And I'm like, that wasn't an attack. That was just. <laughs> Right. they were just being them they were just being the wall um yeah. james something i finished last night was uh wolf among us i'm all done whoa i really really loved it dude it's yeah. the best telltale game for sure did you follow i did not i let her go i think i also did it, yeah i there's did you did you kill crooked man uh, spoilers for you know wolf among us it's been 10 or it's um, been almost 10 years yeah, so i did you killed him what did you do did you rip his head off or throw him down the well i threw him down the well okay see i waited too long for to make the decision and then he grabs you by the neck and then i had no choice but to throw him down the well it actually made my decision much easier for me because i did not know whether to kill him or to lock him up dude there's like a lot of like when you think that game's so good because when you think that it like you can clearly see the lines like the moral black and white lines Mm-mm. like at the very end it like everything just blurs together and it's at the like it's at the critical moment in which all the critical decisions are being made that you're yeah. like yes like life or death like we're deciding how we're going to like punish you whatever yeah. we're deciding like all the character relationships are coming into um not into fruition but into like kind of are kind of rounding out and you're seeing the results of all of them and you're like trying to make these very pivotal decisions but yeah. like at the same time there's like oh like for me cook man was like 
oh well where's the evidence for that right no he did that to me too and i i dude oh my god that scene was a roller coaster i'm like i have this in the bag yes. and then you're like crooked man yes. is winning everybody over i'm screwed and then you start to win everybody over and then he starts coming back until if and this only works if you've had the conversation with nessa she comes in and defends herself and gives more evidence yes but if you don't yes. have that conversation with her she doesn't come in and you have to make that decision for her like mm -hmm. without her and either it's so Oh my god. It's so good. Ah. I, I also it. think telltale games make me less of a people pleaser. Because you're just able to make decisions for yourself, whatever you're thinking about. You have to like yeah. you have to and you can't it was especially with Snow's storyline oh, yeah. and her character development because I was like very much about like, oh yeah, it seems like Snow like Snow's solid and I feel like I can follow Snow's direction. Right. But then when her own motives start to be blurred because uh crane gets involved and yep. she starts to become over like gets super aggressive because of her relationship with crane and mm -hmm. like potential things that she like how personally it is connected to her she starts making rash decisions and so i'm like shit like i had to start laying down and drawing boundaries of like i can't support yeah. you in xyz decisions that you want to do so and then she's like she's like i thought you were with me and i'm like oh, i can't be with yeah. these things here's at the end of the game, like last episode, mm -hmm. what is your last interaction with Snow? Like, what? I don't remember. Dude, she like walks past you. It, like, she walked past me as Big B, you know? And then she like didn't even look. She didn't even look at me. And then I was like, damn. I spent so many episodes trying to please you, terms. Snow. Huh? I think we ended on good terms. Snow and I. <sighs> I, Snow and Big B. I think so too, because I like stood up for her at the end and everything. But. Mm -hmm something about it dude i was like oh she mm. just gave me the cold shoulder here and i spent 60 70 of each episode agreeing with snow like everything she did seriously I, even the even the crane stuff did I, you burn the tree i burnt the tree heartbreaking i don't i shouldn't have done it i regret it i didn't break i did not burn the tree dude that lady was crying at the end of the game like she comes back she comes back dude, in the room she didn't deserve it bro she didn't deserve, she it. Didn't deserve it but i had to agree with snow so i burned it down <laughs> Yeah, now that I'm thinking, like, oh, dude, see, that's the thing. Like that, that was the point for me where I was like, I can't, yeah, I can't meet you there because there's the game starts asking so many questions about like law enforcement and right. like what the law means and mm -hmm. how and, like police officers specifically like relationship with the law and actual like the way justice systems actually like support their people and how like crime organizations offer like necessary remedies mm -hmm. for institutional uh shortcomings yeah and dealing with like the person who is supposed to be like the person you're, you're the person who's supposed to be sort of differentiating and supposed to be the embodiment of the institution to the people right sure. and trying to help them out but they aren't getting that so they're turned to other means yeah and so you have to say like okay and with the tree and that witch, it's like, I see that there are people who need the help of this person, even though it's wrong. Yeah. So like making that decision of I can either choose to end this and then put people either in the wishing well or throw them back or uh, move them back to the farm. Yeah. Or I let this continue happening. But with like crime lords that are genuinely violent people, there's more where there's even more nuance where you're like yeah this is actually harmful to yeah. people so that was probably the hardest decision decision for me and i don't mm -hmm. think i made it correctly by burning the tree you know it's like i mm -hmm. 
I was thinking too much about the other person and not about I was thinking too much about snow and not the actual person you're doing it to. That's kind of what it was. Mm-hmm. But dude, mm-hmm. great game. Cannot wait for season two. Are you kidding me? Like how awesome is that that we get a season two? It's really cool. Great game. Really, really, I can't recommend it enough. And it's it's not like it's aged poorly or anything. It's it's so it's aged good. Very well. Yeah. Man. And I think uh Walking Dead has too, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I could talk about I could talk about so much from that game, but we have a lot of news to cover today. James, what do we got first? Coming in at the latest, Overwatch 2 is getting cross-progression and account merging for the original game. So not only for Overwatch 2, but for Overwatch 1, unless I'm reading this incorrectly, Ben. Dive in. That's right. Dive in. You'll see. Overwatch 2 will include cross-progression across all formats. Starting today, you'll be able to merge console and PC accounts from the original game, carrying all your collective progression with you to the new version. Overwatch 2 will essentially replace the original Overwatch when the game is launched on October 4th. The game will feature a cross-progression across all formats, and uh, Activision Blizzard has announced that you'll be able to merge multiple accounts to bring your existing Overwatch progression into the sequel. So that means your Overwatch 1 progression will carry over into Overwatch 2. All those skins and goodies you'll be able to bring with you. Not only just right? that. Not only just that. L- Not listen, only just hear that. This. I'll keep reading. Imagine oh, this. Okay. You played on PS4 for a while, let's just say. I did. And you and I got grinder. Yes. And maybe you played on PC for a little bit and you had some stuff. What if I told yep. you that you could merge both of those accounts and have skins and levels collected from all of those things into your one Battle.net account and then play with that Battle.net account onto Overwatch 2 with all of your skins and progression XP. That's incredible because I'll tell you what, Vin, in Overwatch 2 on PlayStation, or sorry, in Overwatch on PlayStation 4, I played a shit ton of it. I was yeah. diamond ranked. I had so many skins. And then on PC, I just didn't play that much. Exactly. Maybe maybe got like platinum in one, in one ranked season, but that's it. And I'm like, man, like my PC game is so mid- Yep. in comparison to my PlayStation 4 game. And then because I was game sharing, I didn't get it back on my PlayStation. Yeah. And I never bought it again. Right. So now I'm just like, damn, I have all these skins and everything that I lost. But now hearing this, I can get all my shit back. And me back on top, baby. Overwatch 2 will be free to play the multiplayer, right? Multiplayer is free to play mm-hmm. on PC and on PlayStation. And it's cross progression through those. So once those, that account is linked, you're going to sign into your Battle.net account on your PlayStation and on your PC or wherever you want to play the game. And it will have all the stuff from both of those accounts and it'll still cross-progress from PC to PlayStation after that. Mm-hmm. I, I just think that's great. I, I think that's so great. This is the best yeah. best possible case for a game that's however many years old. And this is totally something that... like I played on PS4 right at the beginning of Overwatch and then I played on PC in the last couple of years. And so that's great. I can't wait to merge my accounts. I don't really remember what I had on PS4, but it was at least something you know Mm -hmm. so yeah really excited for this um and do i need to keep reading is there any new information in these uh overwatch 2 requires all players to have a battle.net account even on consoles which is new this wasn't required for overwatch 1 i believe so now you will be required to have a battle.net account that's obvious because that's going to be what's connecting all of these uh platforms together um, it allows Overwatch 2 to share cosmetics and unlocks across all your linked accounts once merged. All the items in the hero gallery of all your linked platforms will appear in the Battle.net account, letting you access any cosmetics that you've unlocked across various platforms. And they'll carry over in-game stats, playtime number wins, 
uh, as a sum of all your totals, while stats such as highest accuracy and kill streaks will take the highest value. So it's giving you the benefit of the doubt. Even if you were ass on one platform and you're great on another yeah. platform, your best stats are going to show and take over, which is great for me too, because that means my diamond status is going to be go. what's on top, baby. Uh -huh. And then I start my Overwatch esports career Amen. Um, after grad school. Do you think you'll uh, play a little Overwatch too when it comes out? At least Dilly Dally? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I think I can, I can, I'm speculating right now, Vin, that here's the thing. I'm at a pivotal, pivotal point in my life, right? Yeah, Where tell I'm me. resettling into a new place, mm -hmm. right? I don't have a lot with me. I have to establish new rhythms of how I play games, right? Yeah. And that means I can't commit to as many games, especially when you're living in the city, yep. right? There's shit to do. It's a very active lifestyle. Mm -hmm. So I kind of got to commit to f as few games as possible. Yeah. Um, and I think Overwatch 2 might be my go-to multiplayer game. Might remove Apex, remove all Fortnite, sure. all the other ones. I think it might have to water down to just Overwatch right. 2. That's fair. I think this is going to be an interesting fall for multiplayer games, um, especially mm -hmm. with you know the new Modern Warfare 2. If it promises everything that it's... If it delivers on everything that it's promising, that could be huge. We have a Warzone 2 coming out at the end of the year. We have um, this. We have obviously Overwatch 2 um no battlefield this year I've, i like that kind of stuff but really those are the two big ones for me is the big multiplayer experiences are you know caught and overwatch for me um mm -hmm. and i'm very excited who knows maybe one of them doesn't deliver and the other one does i i don't know i'm i can't wait to try out both to see what kind of new things they bring um mm -hmm. and i really i think the overwatch 2 beta was super promising when i played it as someone that that's right because you did play it. yeah i played i played a lot of overwatch 2 dude like a really? lot uh, yeah, I really think and you liked it a lot. Yes, and I think the new game mode push is is the best mode of Overwatch you can play. It's wow. it's very fun. It, it's you know, I mean, the the classic what is it, transport or something, whatever. It's, what is it called? Yeah, es is it escort? Escort. Yeah, yeah. Where you stand by the package and it goes one way, it goes the other yep. way. This one's similar, but it takes it's a different amount of people to move the um to push. It's like two robots on either side, and it pushes this wall basically mm -hmm. all the way through the map. Um, it feels more balanced. The five on five feels more mm -hmm. fun. I'm able to like set things up. Like you can talk to a teammate and set a thing up easier when it's five v five than a six v six. Yeah, which I don't is know. like I love. That. I can't get that out of any other team game right. unless it's like League of Legends or um, Dota or anything or like mm -hmm. a MOBA style where it's yeah. like I love that feeling of really coordinating your team's ults and being like all right zara you're gonna suck people in and then we're gonna get a fair ult yeah but then they're gonna they're gonna do a zenyatta you right. know thing to counter that and then we gotta be ready with it so said there's a yeah. has their ult, so we have to be ready with this because when yeah. they come off of that we're gonna it feels like an anime battle you mm -hmm. know where like everyone's pulling tricks out their sleeves be Light like show. oh here's my trump card yeah. and then you're like oh my god here's my trump card yeah so it, it's fun man it's fun i can't wait to jump into some games it'll be great i can't wait hopefully i'll have my playstation yeah. nearby then to play. i don't think i i'm still like trying to figure out the rest of my setup and getting that over yeah. especially because my poor mother trying to get all those cords and everything together sure. it's gonna be it's gonna be a hassle it'll so, be a nice like uh, facetime call you know a nice little okay here we go yeah my mom doesn't even know how to use video calls. Okay. Uh, she's on Android, so she can't FaceTime. Oh, Google so, Duo. Google Duo. Check it out. Oh, 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 oh thank you. It hits. I'm yeah. Because she'll be able to do it and you'll be able to do it on your phone. It works out pretty good. I'm going to need that. Okay. 
<laughs> what do we got um, next in the news, Vin? Next up, Hogwarts Legacy is delayed to 2023. This comes from Polygon. Hogwarts Legacy, the open world adventure set in the wizarding world of Harry Potter, originally given a holiday 2022 release date, is now a 2023 game. On Friday, publisher Warner Brothers and developer Avalanche Software announced a delay and new release date for Legacy coming out February 10th, 2023. So this is like a three-month delay-ish. The team is excited. Yeah, the team is excited for you to play, but we need a little more time to deliver the best possible game experience, Warner Brothers said in the official Hogwarts Legacy Twitter account. It also noted that the new date applies only to PS4, PS5, PC, Xbox One, and then the Series X and S version of Hogwarts Legacy. The Switch version does not have a new release date, which we also saw with Midnight Suns. We saw a delay and the not the Switch had no release date and PS4 and Xbox One had no release dates now. So, wait, so what does have a release date? For Midnight Suns, it's just PS5, Xbox Series S, and PC. Oh, so they, I see. They, so they're trying, to, they're trying to do the work of trying to scale it down. For I really think that's, platforms. yeah. I think that's a part of it, for sure. Okay. Um, but that's it. That's all the news for that. I just, I thought it was worth mentioning. I A lot of end of year games are jumping ship. Like Deliver the Moon, or Deliver Us Moon, whatever it's called. Um uh i don't remember that game i'm sorry it's a sci-fi like space game oh, crap what is it called i put it in random deliver process, us i think the moon? De oh deliver us the moon i see it yeah deliver us the moon that. uh was delayed also to february that was supposed to come out in, in november and paul tassi wrote an article this week that says it was very clickbaity it was every major studio is delaying its game because of god of war ragnarok like it's like nobody wants to release at the no november time december's not uh -huh. a good time to release a game because of holidays because November's the time when you want is when you release it so that it works for the holiday sales. Um, yes. So it's like the next best time to do it is. And if, it's, and if it's in December, there's also like game awards eligibility that you miss. Yep. That we saw that with um, Jedi Knight Fallen Order. Yeah. And Forza. Right. And Forza. Yes. Forza. Because they were released too late. So they weren't considered yeah. for the game awards that year. So they had to be considered for the next year which was right. a tougher year for them and i think this like february is the beginning of the next uh like financial quarter so like whatever this mm -hmm. is q4 technically spans into the next year which is like the january stuff so that it makes it makes sense that's probably a planned decision and probably gives them a little extra time than they actually need which is great i would like fully polished games like that's amazing take the time yeah and especially without like crunch or anything like yeah. that yeah you want them to be in a healthy environment while they make the game exactly so that's it for hogwarts legacy all right next up we got gamescom 2022 is onl stand for online what is that opening night live opening night live gamecom 22 opening night live what's gonna be there and what do we predict we will see this comes from gamescom or sorry not gamescom gamespot.com gamescom opening night live will kick off the annual european gaming convention once again on august 23rd is that tuesday yeah it's next tuesday mm-hmm next Tuesday. You know, the event will be hosted by Jeff Keighley, the one and only, who has teased over 30 world premiere announcements throughout the event. Gamescom Opening Night Live 2022 will be available for viewing on the Game Awards official YouTube and Twitch channels. Keighley has so far teased multiple announcements for the event involving both upcoming indie and AAA games. The list of what's been confirmed for the show so far is below. A new brand new sci-fi IP from Subnautica developer Unknown Worlds Entertainment. The Callisto Protocol, which we now know will be kicking off the show with new gameplay. Goat Simulator 3, 
High on Life, which is that Rick and Morty style game. It has mm-hmm. the same voice actors with the guns as um It's Squanch Games, right? Characters. Squanch Games is the developer. Yeah, Squanch yeah. Games, yes. Uh, Hogwarts Legacy, Return to Monkey Island, and lastly, Sonic Frontiers. Last year's opening night live event included the debut of the new Saints Row and Marvel's Midnight Suns, as well as gameplay from Call of Duty Vanguard's campaign and Death Stranding Director's Cut. Um, this is a, just a small handful of what is yet to come. Vincent, do you have anything listed here that you are expecting to see or maybe is a reach, uh, but you want to see on that night? Well, here's I think this is a solid list to like show and have like a good conference, but we've seen Very games rounded. get revealed, like big games. I would say yeah. Midnight Suns and Saints Row are big games to sh- to be revealed. Yeah. And Call of Duty Vanguard, uh, Vanguard's campaign last year was... Like, we already knew Vanguard was happening, but this was the first time we saw it. I mean, Death Stranding mm-hmm. Director's Cut. Remember when we watched that trailer and it had, like, the Metal Gear snake box that um, Sam was walking around in? Yeah. Just, like, silly things, I but I would say are decent to large size E3-style announcements. And I think there yes. are a lot. there's going to be something announced, something that will, like, blow people's socks off. I don't know what it'll be, but I'm sure it's something, right? I want my socks to get blown off. And yeah. I think I they will be blown off. What it is that's going to blow my socks off, I'm not quite sure whether that's a Metal Gear HD collection. Oh my God, don't even don't even tease me like that. Don't tickle me like that. I don't that. know, because, well, it's... Gamescom is very much a... It's a random grab bag because we can't really... We can't really predict what developers specifically are going to yeah. sort of uh announce what it's just a big amalgamation of a bunch it's very global so you can't really tell whether it's going to be japan heavy or u.s heavy or Mm -hmm. european developer heavy um so it's hard to make predictions i'm sure there are other people in the games media space who will make some really great predictions based on previous years but i don't have anything that i could go off of right now yeah to give any solid predictions well one thing that we saw yesterday leak was dead island um three uh yeah it appeared on amazon with a release date and pictures and full description mm-hmm. a pre-order thing and it was taken down a little bit later but people think that since goat simulator will be here and that was kind of the joke you know that it was remember the trailer was like dead island and then goat yep. simulator Very much like dead island three yeah People, I saw some people on Twitter say that they might show a Goat Simulator trailer that turns into a Dead Island trailer, like the flip flop of it or something like that. Yeah. Um. So I think that's an option, but I really don't know what they can show because we have September, we have the Marvel um, game showcase, which so I would assume no Marvel games here because that's they're gonna save those for that showcase. Mm. Um. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. It's pretty. It's pretty interesting. I don't know really know it's what pretty- it's gonna be. Yeah, but we'll be watching. It's 11 a.m. on Tuesday, um, Pacific time. Yeah, Pacific time, which means you know one for you or one p.m. for me um, on Tuesday. But I mean, I'd love to watch it or stream it or at the very least, we'll see. So, yep, um, we'll figure that out. But exciting times. Yep, but it's time, James, for the clip. Vincent, I, do you want to take this off? Yeah, yeah, I'll take it off and then. Um, yeah. Kick it to me at some point. Mm-hmm. Cool. I will. I'll probably read the first bullet point and then you can go here. Yeah. If that works. Great. Okay. Yeah. That was like- I am going. Well, I'm not recording. I'm just going to switch cams. Okay. Perfect. Thanks, audio listeners, for dealing with me. 
Here we go. Which the timestamp is 2743. <clears throat> okay. What if I told you, James, that there is a canceled Iron Man game? It's not happening I'd, anymore. I'd tell you that that's crazy because we already got Iron Man. But it totally cut out. I don't even know why. Of course, it cut out at the one. <laughs> what we do? I'm going to read you the clip. <laughs> It was like you were talking and then there was nothing. I was like, ah, oh, we can't start the first clip with the 10 seconds of no audio. <laughs> okay, here we go. <clears throat> I'm going to do it the same exact way. James, That's what if great. I told you that there was a canceled Iron Man game? I tell you you're fucking crazy because there was already Iron Man games in the early 2000s. Well, this comes from GameSpot. Just because developer Avalanche Studio was developing an open world Iron Man game years ago. Um, this is comes, this comes from studio founder, Christopher Sundberg revealed in a new interview. He said he left Avalanche in 2019 and the game was in development for a couple of years. What else we got? It's pretty crazy. The game would have allowed players to fly anywhere and punch people through walls with Iron Man's repulsor gloves, at least during one phase of development. Sundberg said there were so many great people involved in the untitled game's development. However, it was ultimately canceled for unspecific reasons around 2012 saying, it would, it would have been great, I'm sure, Sunberg said in the interview. Avalanche's Iron Man game has been rumored for years, but this appears to be the first time Sunberg is speaking about it officially. This is the same studio that did Just Cause. Yes, correct. And Right, and they had been doing Just Cause games before 2019, around like 20... And they started early, around like probably, I want to say 2007, 2009. Probably about that. And then... Just Cause 2 was around 2012, 13, I want to say. I played a lot of 3, Maybe but did not earlier. play any of 4. Um, ah, shit, I forgot 3. So, uh, Just Cause, it kind of nails a lot of, like, the flight is fun. Like, usually there's jetpacks, there's the wingsuits. You, like, in 3, at least, yeah. you could jump out of planes, fly around the whole mm -hmm. map if you really did it right. Like, doing, like, dolphin dives and all this kind of stuff. A lot right. of fun. So I think that would be awesome. The explosions in Just Cause are like, of course, gigantic. It's like a Michael Bay film. Totally like a Michael Bay film. So I could see them doing something really fun with Iron Man. But James, the question I want to ask you today is what it what would be like something that would be inside of your favorite Iron Man game? Like if you were to create one right now, what is something that would have to be in the game? Okay, so this is a little bit more of an abstract answer, but it has to have good scale. And what I mean by that is as Iron Man, you're a small, you're a normal size guy and he has his potential for like hand to hand combat as well as big scale damage. So you have to make sure that hand to hand combat, like things on the ground, like shooting or repulsors, missiles, things like that feels good on small scales. Like you're saying, if you want to punch people through walls, that has to yeah. feel good. You have to do like interior building rendering right. really well. But at the same time, like Iron Man flies around. That's carrying that's like traveling a lot of distance. Yeah. Um, requiring a lot of resources for that. And you have to like you can shoot missiles at like jets and like buildings yeah. and stuff like that too. All of that would be like you have to make both sides feel good. It can't be all up in the sky doing a bunch of stuff in the air and over the city. Yeah. As well as like it has to be both that and is like feeling Range good and up inside close. buildings. Yep. Yeah. Which is kind of wild. You know, I, I think of like Batman, for instance, where you have the grapple hook and you're able to go around the city. And that is a cool sense of scale. But really, the game shines in its hand to hand close quarters combat. 
but this has to do this has to be way better than just a grapple hook around the city as in like you need to fly around and you need to be able to like fight things both levels and be just as good yeah and i think uh the closest game we've actually got to that sort of thing might be spider-man yeah because i mean the swinging spider-man is yeah the swing you're covering a lot of ground you're not doing things like above the city there's no sort of like explosives yeah yeah. you do a spider-man so it's kind of contained in that way but i'm thinking of the boss fight with vulture Mm. and electro in which they're floating around and you're like kind of going between buildings and you're spending a lot of time in the air um so that could be comparable in some ways not in others yeah but it has to get that right you you understand what i mean i think an iron man game would be extremely hard to do and that might be one re- one of the reasons that um this game got like canceled. the same reason a superman game would be hard to exactly do. it how it's so there has to be so many things that are right about it to make it good in theory mm-hmm. like a good spider-man story or setting that's probably great or in a good iron man setting and story is probably great they probably had that nailed but it's the actual like moment to moment gameplay that has to be so good for that to for that to land right but james on september 9th there will be a marvel video game panel for d yeah marvel video game panel for d23 uh and we're gonna mm-hmm. see the future of disney and marvel video games so we should get a little update there on new games um coming like so we have a rumored black panther game in development right now we have a room yeah. there's another rumored iron man game in development right now that we talked about um right and i believe a couple there's others Wolverine. yes that's already slated there's miles Mar- I, I mean i heard a leak saying that uh spider-man 2 will potentially be a co-op game or at least have a go co-op mode mm-hmm. i that we might get more details on i'm not sure my guess just like real quick is that we don't get any insomniac games at this conference mm. and they save those for mm. a playstation direct that'll happen in december or something like that mm. because i don't think i know and like i don't I don't feel good making yeah. that call yet just because Disney has a lot of money. Dude, That's the so only reason money. why I say it's because Disney has a lot of power and a lot of money. I think so it wouldn't surprise me. After Ragnarok comes out, PlayStation's going to need to like re-rally the troops of like, here's what else is coming. Let's get excited about having you mean, a PlayStation. You mean Love and War? Oh, you mean God of War Ragnarok. God of War Ragnarok. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, Sorry, I thought you meant Thor Ragnarok. No, 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 no. Thor Love and Yeah, God of War Ragnarok. They they're going to need that they're going to need spider-man 2 to like be like mm-hmm. stay with playstation because here's what's coming i think that would be the best place yeah. strategically for playstation yeah, but not for strategically they, for marvel they yeah what does playstation have after god of war ragnarok we could talk about that on the rest of the podcast guys if you enjoyed nah. this clip you can check out the entire podcast on youtube.com strictly casual or go to your favorite audio platform and listen to it for free we appreciate you guys watching and let us know what your perfect iron man game would be in the comments thank you so much for watching appreciate you guys but you're right, James. What I don't know. What else do they have going for the rest of the year? I I can't tell you. I know we got because we got the Insomniac games, mm-hmm. right? And we got Spider Man Two. We're spoken way in the future. Wolverine. <sighs> that trailer. Oh my god. Got totally ripped to shreds. Oh my god. Forspoken, uh, which was supposed to release like February this year. Isn't that crazy? Let me let me read you a couple things that are coming out. Uh, we for got PlayStation exclusives. We got un- we got the next Naughty Dog game, whatever that's going to be. Yep, that's true. Uh, so we have uh, Final Fantasy 
oh final fantasy seven part two, seven part two is winter 2023 alan wake 2 is next year oh but that's not exclusive uh-huh. no, uh, i don't think so oh my god why do i not seeing like he said anything anything playstation 2023 exclusives See? okay here we go 2023 we have i mean star wars Knights of the older public is now pushed dude there's nothing we don't know anything uh, past like Forspoken and uh, games that have gotten uh, delayed. Yeah, I was gonna say Jedi Fallen, Jedi, Jedi Fallen Order Two, whatever it's called, but I that's also multi-platform. Yeah, it'll be exciting. I'm sure they oh, have a lot. Final of Fantasy announced. 16. Oh, I can't wait, dude! I can't wait for Final Fantasy 16. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, you're so right. Oh, I love it. But that's it. Yeah. I mean, we have a uh, you know Last of Us Part One next month but that's already out it's already a game yeah does that come on next month september 1st jesus uh wow oh my god uh, review keys went out yeah reviews keys went out for the game already so people are reviewing it um that's probably what gene park's playing that's redacted right now could be well no people uh, have been posting the starting screen so i think some people are allowing allowed to do it But okay. Gotham Knights went gold, and pe- they said people would need a lot of time to review it beforehand because there's like a lot of stuff, a lot of systems. So maybe that. But I don't Damn, know. I hope that game pretty good. If that game reviews at an eight, I'm buying it. And Plague's Tale, Plague's Tale also went gold, and so those could be going out for review codes. I need to finish it. I come out this year, this fall. Yeah, dude, this fall is so stacked, and then next winter, like spring, is just there's nothing. It's great, dude backlog baby i'm just gonna keep working through yeah it's gonna be a backlog here we have one last rumor story to go through today james take it away there's a new reference to a playstation pc launcher that has been discovered in spider-man pc edition this comes from videogameschronicle.com also side note not on video games chronicle but do you know that gamesindustry.biz is owned by the company that does e3 did not know that Pretty crazy. Interesting. So this comes from VideoGamesChronicle.com. References to a PlayStation PC launcher have been found within the files of Marvel Spider-Man Remastered, which launched on PC last week, suggesting that a platform could be in Sony's future plans. That's a PC platform. Video Games Chronicle has verified the files and seen the reference to the PlayStation PC launcher. This follows the discovery that Sony could be planning to introduce PlayStation Network integration to its PC games. Here's where it gets important. While neither in Mar- what? It gets important. It gets crazy right here. Okay. While neither Marvel Spider-Man nor any other PlayStation Studios PC game currently allows connectivity with PSN accounts, Spider-Man's files contain multiple references to PSN account linked and PSN linking entitlements. Thus far, all of Sony's PC games have been released on Steam and the Epic Game Store. While PlayStation has a PlayStation PC brand, it is generally used as a collective term for all PC releases rather than a launcher. It's possible that these references could suggest a bespoke version of the PlayStation Store could come to PC. This, coupled with the references to account integration, could eventually lead to cross-purchasing for titles on PlayStation 5 and PC. That means you buy God of War Ragnarok on PlayStation 5, you also get it on your PC because it's the same launcher. Similar to what we see with what Battle.net is doing and their cross-integration, cross-progression. Mm-hmm. And this would be something that Halo, or sorry, that Halo does have. Well, yeah, Halo does have this, but um, Game Pass on the PC, for instance, like Forza, 
completely mm-hmm. different saves, even if you're logged in with the same account. Really? So if you start on the PC and you fired up on Xbox eventually, you don't get anything. Because I was I want an Xbox bad at this point. Like I really want to get a Series S for a dedicated Forza machine. Just would love it. Yeah. But I gotta start yeah. over. I have like maybe 10 hours on Forza-ish. I gotta start over because the save doesn't carry. So if the saves would carry Damn. even for their single player games and stuff for PlayStation, that's a huge benefit right there. Huge benefit. I mean yeah. Halo it's all linked to like it's all linked. It's cross progression. Whereas like Forza's not I would like to see the single player games carry progression instead of just the multiplayer games. That's big for me. Yeah. Yeah. So I agree. But I know that's not big for everybody. That's probably not a big deal in the grand scheme of themes. I just don't want to have to start over. You don't want to have to start over. Right. I I mean, I would love to, uh, I would love to download, like get, have the access to Spider-Man. I bought Spider-Man twice now. I bought it like, you know, the regular version plus the remastered version that came with Miles Morales. I paid the extra bucks. I'm not buying mm-hmm. Spider-Man again on the PC, but I would love to have the option to download it, make it potato graphics and uh, put ray tracing on like full and just see how it goes or something like that. Like just to play yeah. around. But because here's what this does at the end of the day. When you have all these accounts linked, you can have it on other platforms. Say like I put it on my Steam Deck. Yeah. Right. Put on my Steam Deck. Exactly. And then come home, boot that bad boy up on my PlayStation 5. Yeah. And I'm good to go. Yeah. I'm right there exactly where i left off oh, i've been dangerously close to getting a backbone this week mm. uh, the backbone controller for indies dude I, like i would love to play roller drome on it i would love to play uh, death's door on it things like that yeah but i don't know hundred dollars i don't want to spend right now that's kind of how it goes yeah it's time for everybody's favorite part of the show random fun stuff we got a fat random sure. fun stuff today we do nice and chunky back and forth kick us off Number one, new content for Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga plus Lucasfilm Games will have been confirmed to be shown at Disney's Game Showcase on September 9th. Very excited about that. I was about to say, Vincent's very excited about that. They said all their DLC will be free. So Very cool. Yeah. Great. Very, very cool. Obsidian has announced a long-awaited new grounded feature, Shared World. Now, in testing, shared worlds are stored in the cloud, and you can share them with any of your friends so they can host the world while you are not online. I wish Minecraft had this. Every survival game should have this. Yep. I I would be way more willing to jump in and play. Valheim had yep. that, and that was like the closest. Oh, no, Valheim, you had to have the host. You had to have the host on to do it. Damn. Maybe? No, maybe they did have... I got to research that. I don't... Valheim finds... Valheim, <laughs> Valheim fans don't come at me, okay? <laughs> Gotham Knights will allow players to co-op as the same character. This is actually huge, because this means I don't have to settle for a character I don't want to play as. They showed some gameplay of this, um, of two red hoods, and one of them... Is it, is it weird? No, one of them was a more ranged build, and one of them was a more mm-hmm. uh, melee build, or melee build with, like, more powers, I guess, and the ranged build was more explosives and, like, I don't know, different stuff. Yeah. And that they, yeah. they showed them working together pretty cool. Some finishers together that weren't weird, because it was, How like... For cinematics? Huh? How does that work for cinematics? Don't know. I don't know how the integration is going to work for co-op in general. Yeah. Like, will it be cinema? You know, I'm sure because of the customization, they already have to show your customized character in the cutscene. So I'm sure it's not that big of a deal. Like if it's two red hoods or if it's two back rolls, you know? Yeah. But is it going to look weird? Is it going to take like, you out of the story? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe, maybe I can set it to where like, it looks like I can. Ha- well, I was thinking of a setting where you can, 
during gameplay you play as one character but then you have like a cinematics character mm. that you always switch to in a cinematic yeah that like okay i'm gonna be nightwing in every cinematic sure. and you be red hood in every cinematic but when you're actually playing the game you're both red hood or you're both nightwing or you're both batgirl whatever. yeah we'll see i i'm so excited for this game oh my god i don't i it's so dumb i'm gonna get my hopes up it's just how it's gonna go it's gonna suck i just want to i just want all of my gotham knights characters to be my own personal little barbie dolls good that's hopefully they'll deliver on that i just want that from can i just get a game that's just like characters specifically just to be customized and i get them to just dress them up i can send you a couple like apps dude. Hours. really i'm sure there's a bunch of them the kardashians game alone you could dress up anything uh, but that's not cool <laughs> all right i'll right. be i want batman people anyway sure. okay um this tells you about my the games i played on addicting games as yep. a kid Amen. uh deliver us mars delayed till february 2023 spider-man pc pushes sixty-five thousand concurrent players at lunch launch at lunch at lunch today's the eight-year pt anniversary uh guillermo del toro personally said fuck you to konami yeah pretty crazy elden ring has shipped 16.6 million copies worldwide since the end of june according to bandai namco's most recent sales report oh my god that is crazy um next tuesday we'll bring new callisto protocol is it callisto or callisto i think it's callisto callisto protocol gameplay kicking off okay we already said this kicking off games come 2022 read the next one Team Asobis, the team who made Astrobot, their next game is already in production. They say it's the biggest game to date and will continue to focus on experimenting with hardware. Can't wait. Cannot wait. Yep. If you haven't heard, Goku's in Fortnite. What are you doing? What are you doing? It's really fun. Uh, it's really fun. Yeah. I, I wish I would be able to play it right now. Dude, get it on your Switch. Uh, it runs great on Switch. Dude, it's the controls. I don't have my pro controller with me. I, I play it on the Joy-Cons. It's, it's better than nothing. It's pretty fun. Give it a shot. Give it a cross shot. Cross progression, right? Yeah, tundra, yeah, cross progression with everything. Dude, it's great. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, Cults of the Lamb has reached 1 million players in its first week of launch. That's which huge. is pretty crazy. Yeah. Uh, Embracer says that Saints Row pre-orders are tracking 118% of target. Dude, Embracer Group is making moves this week i didn't yeah. put this in the docket but they bought like five new studios well they yeah they bought a lot of things not just studios limited run games would be the studio that they just bought and then they bought lord of the rings and hobbit roll rights yeah. to using them mm -hmm. even though there's other lord of the rings games in development right now like Go golem is in development plus a new shadow of mordor um game yep I don't know. I don't know what that could mean. I don't know what they're doing. Yeah. They're not like a household name. They're These are big purchases. And what the hell is an Embracer group? Well, they're uh, what bought Square Enix, right? Yeah. Well, they bought all of Square Enix, Enix's Western properties. Square Enix kept all mm. of its Japanese properties. Gotcha. Yeah. Or Eastern, I guess, because it's not just Japanese. but. Yeah. 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 Game Pass's Twitter account changes profile photo to potentially hint at a Death Stranding Game Pass release. Cool. Um, here's the problem with Death Stranding. I don't think that has a wide appeal to a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Great game so far. I think it just matters because it's a PlayStation property on yeah. Game Pass. Right. And Kojima said his next game will be on Xbox. Yeah. 
And Doom 64 is available is available on Epic Game Store for free. I gotta claim that. Yep, me too. Can't wait to claim that. Hey, also, um, if you don't know, you can claim your PlayStation Plus games from web, from PlayStation website. Did not know that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I need. I want an X or an Epic app so I can do that as well. That'd be helpful. Yeah. Hey, also mm-hmm. big announcement. You can use creator code strictly casual when you buy your Fortnite Goku skins this week and uh, and help us out. It's, it gives us a little bit of support. James, we get every every $100 spent inside of any Epic Game Store transaction where creator code strictly casual is used. We get 10 of those dollars. It's it's 10%, dude. Whoa. So um, it, it actually, it's super helpful. It's really cool. So if you're planning on buying skins, yeah. I know like I bought, I bought a Daredevil skin when it went on the store last week just on a whim because I wanted to try the code out to see if it worked. And you know, it shows that it shows in strictly casual like who uh, purchased things. If you gift things to someone else in any of these games, you can also use the code and it helps support. So yeah, just and honestly, you just put it in one time and it's there forever. You don't have to touch it. It's just there. So it helps us out a lot. I'm texting that to my boys. It's not any extra. Discord. Yeah, not any extra for you guys to do that. It's just about putting the code in. It really, really helps us. Um, and yeah, so pretty cool. Also, I have 40 days to like do something with that account. I have to put some tax documents in um, so that we don't lose the account. Oh. But that's the whole thing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, thank you guys. So yes, use code strictly casual on all your Epic Game stuff. Rocket League, all that exciting awesome that's it guys that is episode 126 of checkpoint baby that's a wrap james anything you want to that's say that's a wrap baby coming at you is 1229 p.m from new york city thank you so much for listening to strictly casual i've been one of your hosts james walmer with the spiciest meatball and gaming uh vincent desantis vincent and at my train stop it says excelsior on that's awesome the, uh on the fucking mm-hmm. the, the 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 support beam yeah that goes across it's awesome excelsior james pretty cool excelsior